Hello and welcome to this third season of the Right Questions podcast. This series is a short set of recordings about leadership, looking at skills, models and tools that can help leaders no matter where they are on their development journey. Each podcast is designed to be a short introduction to a topic so you can get an overview of a subject. If you are intrigued and want to find out more, you can follow the links in the show notes or head over to www.therightquestions.co. But now, on with today's show. Servant Leadership The idea of servant leadership was popularised by Robert Greenleaf in his book by the same name. His phrase, the servant as leader, has been shortened over time to servant leader, but it is worth reflecting on the original construction. The servant as leader reveals Greenleaf's premise that we are all servants and at times we all need to take the role of leader while maintaining this servant-heartedness. This phrase is a seeming contradiction. Servant and leader are often mistakenly seen as opposites. His wording is potentially divisive and potentially offensive by using the term servant. The word servant comes from the Latin servus, which means slave. Who wants to be a servant, let alone a slave? But here again lies a deeper truth. We are all servants of something. That could be an idea or a person, even ourselves. But we all need to answer the question, whom do we serve and to what purpose? So we all serve something. But what is servant leadership? The servant as leader is different to a leader who seeks power, fame and fortune. The servant leader is not driven to acquire power or possessions but motivated instead to serve the community, to serve others. As Greenleaf puts it, the servant leader is servant first. It begins with the natural feeling that one wants to serve, to serve first. Then conscious choice brings one to aspire to lead. Within this approach, there is an emphasis on serving and developing other people. The servant leader seeks to share power, prioritise the needs of others and raise up new servant leaders. This is why the true test of a servant leader, their legacy, is in the growth of whom they lead. In Greenleaf's own words, do those served grow as persons? Do they, while being served, become healthier, wiser, freer, more autonomous, more likely themselves to become servants? But there are some potential pitfalls of servant leadership. One is that there is a potential danger of this emphasis on serving others, which can be misconstrued. Serving others is not tending to every whim of every individual. That might seem like serving them, but would actually be counterproductive. That is why the servant leader, as with any leader, needs to have a larger vision, an idea of what the future can look like. Most importantly in this vision, the servant leader needs to see the potential of the person that they are serving. They seek to guide that person towards their future better self, not just react to the imperfect person that's standing in front of them. So why servant leadership? Without a servant-hearted approach based on love for others, those in power can fall into two common traps. The leader pursuing their dream at any cost can use people as fuel to the fire, just resources to be burned to achieve the mission. I've worked with organisations led by this type of leader. Entrepreneurs can allow their passion to override 
their compassion. Early on, this can get results, but it is not sustainable. I've seen startups fall due to this sort of approach. The manager, concerned with efficiency and output, can see people just as a cog in the machine. That wheel might need the occasional grease, but it can be run until it is worn out. A cog is easy to throw away and replace. I've also seen this in the workplace. I've seen good people thrown on the pile because they are inexperienced, unconfident or just in the wrong role. It is easy in our hire and fire culture just to replace someone rather than to develop or relocate them. As a manager, this also means releasing people. It is tough losing your best team members. But if a move to a new position or place is genuinely the best thing for that individual, then the manager should support and encourage the move, not coerce that person to stay. Whatever your position or role, being a servant leader starts with the inspiration to act and then take some small steps. Being the servant as leader means that wherever we are and whoever we are with, we have the responsibility to serve and to lead. This type of leadership can be expressed in every interaction we have. It could be a word of praise for the person who served you coffee, words of encouragement to a child who is struggling, or stopping to ask if someone needs help. It all starts with the inspiration to make a difference in the small thing. So what small act of servant leadership can you do today? That's it for today, so thanks for listening. And remember, if you'd like to find out more, then just follow the links and go over to the website at www.therightquestions.co. Bye for now.